a podcast, resource, community, and digital media platform. This is Shmoney Radio. Whether you are living paycheck to paycheck or simply want to do better financially, this series is for you. It's time for a fresh outlook on life and money. Whether you play an episode while you're in the shower, while you're feeding the baby, or driving to work, you can literally listen to a whole episode before you arrive. The Hone Your Habits series provides the sneaky, cheeky, mindful little pause you need in your week that's filled with valuable, practical information too. As always, feel free to shoot us your episode ideas via email or DM on any social media platform. Let's have our coffee together, shall we? This is Shmoney Radio. In our fifth installment of this series, we'll be discussing subscription services. And there are so many available nowadays between Netflix and Crave and all the rest of the apps that we see everywhere on our TVs. So I'm curious, how many are you subscribed to personally? Okay, so <laughs> I mean, I, I say it that way because I actually don't have a lot. Um, I literally don't even have Netflix. Um, okay. I do have Apple Music, which I actually use it with three of my best friends. So we kind of share it together. Um, so we make it, you know, affordable. That's one. I do use Zoom, of course, Zoom subscription, because I do use it for my business all the time. I do also have Duda. I don't know if anybody knows it, um, but it's a website that helps you handle and design your own website. So that's something I've been working on with for myself and my business. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's going to be ready soon and um, launched. So that's, those are some, some of the things that I use. I don't really have um, Amazon Prime, Netflix, all those sort of things. I don't have them. Oh, I also have iCloud um, for storage, but I'm going to get rid of that soon because I will be transferring everything um, on a, um, what do you call it? Like a, like a hardcore? No. Like a hard drive? Thank you so much. Yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I've been working out too much, but yes, hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hard drive is something I'm going to be using more and get rid of that because I don't think it's useful. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's where um, a lot of like cloud services get you because there's always, you know, oh, you're out of storage and then they charge you however much a month just to have a little bit more, but you're always going to have to re-up it. So yeah, um, yep. Yeah, it's a good idea on getting the hard drive, but we're actually going to get more into those uh, fees throughout this episode. So from Netflix to Amazon Prime, subscription services provide us immediate access to our wants and needs at a lower cost. And Mm -hmm. while people may pay a larger amount over time, they can get immediate access to the product, which definitely plays off the instant gratification that we all seem to crave with things like Amazon, which can show up at your door and sometimes less than a day, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So what are some other reasons why subscription services are so popular and why are they so attractive to people? Great question. Um, You know what? Let's just start with Amazon first, okay? I think one of the main things people like a lot about Amazon, and I even do like it, is that zero delivery fee. So if you have Amazon Prime, 
you're not going to be paying anything for your deliveries, right? Mm -hmm. And also the fact that you get your orders faster, just like how you mentioned it. And yes, that instant gratification is something that really um, pushes people towards these sort of subscriptions. For Netflix, I think it makes sense for families to have it like an account and then all of them can use it together and kind of even split the costs if possible. So it would be easier for everybody. Okay, that way. And I also believe that it does make people feel special a lot of times. If you think about it, like you get these special fast deliveries and, um, you know, you get that access right away to something that you, you may really need two days from now, three days from now. So that, that would be something I would say. And also the fact that, for example, Amazon, you have that easy purchase with them. You know, you go on it, if, especially if you have the app, you just add it to your chart, right? I'm sorry, add it to your cart and then, from there, you literally just purchase it as easy as that because all the information that you wanted is already saved there, which is not the same with all the other apps. I'm not saying none of them are like this or similar. There are some similarities, but not every app has that. And then you will have to grab your card and then find it and then put it in the information. But with Amazon, just like how they're all about speed, right? So because your info is saved, your even home address and everything else is saved, it's easy to just do that quick purchase. So I think that would be another reason why people are so attracted to it. And I think with Netflix, just because we mentioned it, it's a good thing. I'm not, I'm not against that. However, as long as people use it in moderation, I think anything you use too much is bad. Just like how drinking too much water could be bad for you, right? And dangerous. So mm -hmm. the same thing with Netflix. I see people that get very addicted to it and they start binge watching something where they could have done so many more productive things um, in their life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I think as long as we're careful with this sort of subscriptions, um, it should be fine. And, but I think that would be my reasons as to why I think it's popular. Yeah. And like you said, everything in moderation is good, which seems to be a theme um, throughout our series here so far. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you brought up that these types of apps tend to make people feel, you know, exclusive or special in some way, mm -hmm. which is also something we'll get more into in a minute. But first, playing off of the psychological side of things, subscription services leverage the psychology behind discounts. So when customers feel like they're getting a good discount, they feel smarter and they're more likely to convert to subscribing to something like Amazon Prime or you know even a Costco membership. Yeah. But are they really getting a discount? I mean, for example, a yearly subscription to something may cost $100 uh, if it's purchased all at once. But when people see that they're only paying $9.99 a month for it, it seems like a better idea, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I think what you're saying is correct. Like they definitely do use this psychology behind the discounts to get more clients and customers, of course. But I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a marketing thing and it's also, do, it, it, it does good. Um, I mean, it does have good benefits for people, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you, for example, the, the example that you just mentioned, right? You said something that might may cost you a hundred dollars a year. It could cost you $9 and 99 cents a month, which 
it would be over 120 bucks a year. So if you do purchase that all at once at 100, it will make sense. Now, in some cases, I think for some people, it makes more sense for them to not have the whole year subscription because not everybody uses it, right? Mm-hmm. Not everybody uses this for the whole year. Um, another thing could be maybe somebody doesn't have that $100 upfront to pay into an app or somebody doesn't like to pay upfront for the app or this sort of memberships. So I, I don't look at it... Um, I wouldn't look at it in a negative way, but also not in a positive way. I would be neutral about it. I think it does have its good things and it also could be tricky. Um, if you're not being smart, you could actually lose more money, right? So it goes based on people's needs. Like you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Are you going to use it for the full year? Then pay the full amount, right? Because you're going to be saving money. Um, if you not going to use it for the full year you paying the whole year for it and then not end up using it or only use it for a month or two it just doesn't make sense and it's a waste of money so that's what I would say yeah and I'm just curious personally with you like with some of the subscriptions that you have Mm -hmm. even though you don't have many would you prefer to just um, pay the upfront fee like the full cost of the subscription and not have to worry about it or would you rather just you know let it run its course and pay what seems like a lesser amount over you know the year or whatever it is for the subscription great question so I think it depends for me like it really depends which app or which subscription we're talking about but for example zoom um actually speaking of that I've been wanting to make it yearly, but I completely been forgetting. So <laughs> I have to actually make that yearly because I know it's something that I'm going to be using, you know, right. for a, a long, long time, anything most likely forever. If no other better apps, let's say comes up, yeah. but, um, that's what I would say. So for things that I think, um, I will need it yearly. I will do, for example, there was this app called Mojo. I use it for some of the um, stories that I post, like I design my post and I make it a little bit more um, interesting or a little bit different than usual posts people post. So that app I did pay yearly it did make sense to me. Um, if I would have ended up paying it monthly, I probably would have ended up paying into this app for over 80 bucks a year. But I think now, I think I only paid like 56, 60, mm-hmm. something like that. So it did save me money. So if it does make sense, definitely I would pay it um, yearly. But I think I have a good mix of both. Another thing, though, sometimes I don't like paying yearly because I feel like I would forget when is the renewal and then he's going to purchase it. And then maybe I wouldn't really need it for the whole year. And usually when you do have that yearly subscription, then the next time that is going to renew, it's most likely going to charge you for the whole year as well. So maybe you wouldn't want that to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I think just keeping track of it and being very organized with things is the most important thing, especially with money. And that's why we always talk about budgeting, right? Keeping track of our money. Right. And I'm, I'm so happy you actually just brought that up because I was going to ask you, <laughs> do you think that paying, you know, a full fee up front or letting a subscription run its course is is one better than the other when it comes to like, people budgeting because that's obviously something you help your clients do and would you like recommend that they you know if you're going to get the subscription why not pay it up front or would you say you know depending on the situation let it run its course over time I would say depending on the situation Mm -hmm. um 
because sometimes people just try something like for me, sometimes I don't pay something up front. I use it for a month. And if I really like it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be using this definitely over the next one year, then I say, okay, so then I'm just going to pay it up front because um, I don't want to worry about paying it every month. I want to, you know, just pay it and be done with it for the whole year. But for clients, of course, everybody's situation is different. I got to look at their budget. I got to see if they can even afford it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, believe it or not, Anastasia, not everybody can afford maybe 100 to $150 purchase right away for, for sure. an app. Yeah. So I would say it really depends. But I think, yeah, it really depends. It will go based on your situation. You got to see what's best for you. But again, keeping track of these things is the most important thing. Mm-hmm, of course. Now, similar to the installment payment firms that we discussed in our last episode, like um, Sezzle, um, all those other apps, um, mm-hmm. subscription services, they offer lower rates and fees, but they can also have their drawbacks. So mm-hmm. are there any common hidden fees that most subscription services charge that people should be wary of, like maybe convenience fees and late payment fees? I mean, I know there might not be too many to worry about, but are there any that you know of? I wouldn't say there's any hidden fees that I'm aware of. However, um, it will go back to that late fees and penalties and those sort of things. For example, um, I mean, with Sizzle and those other apps that we were talking about before or websites, the, the late fees would have not been good because you would have ended up paying interest on it. With these, you don't really pay interest on it. But if you think about it, let's say you do have um, a 30 or $20 subscription for a specific app you have to use every month. And then um, let's say you completely forget which day it was that it's going to be taken out and that day you don't have money in your account. What's going to happen? You're going to get an NSF right? Non-sufficient funds. So you're going to get penalized with your bank or your institution that you work with, right? In terms of your um, accounts. So that would would be something I would say people need to watch out for. If you can't keep track of it, maybe don't do monthly subscriptions as much as possible, or you have to be like really, really on top of it because that would be a negative thing like the negative way I would want to look at it, that if it's going to cost me um, more money, or let's say you are saving up for something and you're about to pay for that one thing. And then, oops, the, you know, the purchase happened because it was a monthly thing. And now the money is gone. And you're like, oh my God, I had to pay for something else. Or, oh wow, I wasn't watching out for this. So yeah, people need to be very careful with um, any sort of apps, like subscriptions, not subscription, websites. In general, when money is coming to the picture for something you're going to be using, you got to be careful with it. You got to have that respect for it. Um, you got to be watching out for it. Yep. For sure. And of course, there's always a catch to subscription services too, like, you know, anything else. <laughs> you mm-hmm. always have to end up paying more towards your subscription if you want access to certain things. Do you think this is how most people get hooked on subscriptions? And at one point, do you think that they should choose to end their subscription if that happens? So this is how I look at it. For example, for even Zoom, right, um, that we use. Even if you were to, like the other day, I kind of figured out that if I were to do a webinar that 
um, I want to have, you know, instead of just Zoom meetings, I would have to pay extra for it. But I didn't, I didn't know that. I knew that there's different accounts, but I didn't know that having a webinar will also cost more. So am I going to purchase for it? If there is a need for it, absolutely I would. Um, as of now, I don't see a need for it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it later when I have, when I, when there is a need for it. Right. So same thing for anybody else. You got to see if there is a need for those extra um, fees that you need to pay to have access to those certain things that you want. Mm -hmm. Right. But also you got to watch out because you want to make sure it's not going outside of your budget. Right. It's something that, um, and, and you're going to make sure if it's something necessary and if it's not necessary for you to have, and it's just based on your wants, then you should, yes, you should end it. Right. Um, if there's apps that you're using and then they just want to charge you more because of this and that, and you don't really need that app or it's not that useful for you in your life. Why would you want to pay into it more? Why would you want to waste money? No, just end it. Right. Mm -hmm. So again, it will go based on, I think we always have to have that conversation, like not just listening to other people, but having that one-on-one -on -one conversation with ourselves to be like, okay, where am I standing in my life? Can I afford this or not? Do I need it or not? Or is it something I want? Do I have a place? Like, do I have the capability to pay attention to my wants right now? Or I'm only capable on focusing my needs. And if that's the case, then just focus on your needs and get rid of the wants. That's mm -hmm. what I would say. Yeah, for sure. Now, going off of that, if an app is going to charge us more for access to something, oftentimes we just end up subscribing to more apps and we never end up canceling our previous accounts which you know we've talked about throughout this episode it's like oh you know you see a hundred dollar charge on your card mm -hmm. and you're like oh yeah I forgot to cancel that subscription <laughs> so yeah. what we end up with are extra charges for things we're not even using and you know you kind of touched on it in your last answer but how would you help someone organize their subscriptions to see what they use most and what they could get rid of as if they were like a client of yours that you're helping budget? Okay, great question. So, you, I mean, you already kind of gave the answer when it comes to budget, you already said it. Mm -hmm. So I think budgeting is one of the most important things. It's very simple, something that it's very easy to do and very easy not to do. And that's why a lot of people unfortunately don't do it. When it comes to these sort of apps, I think any, any app that you're not using or you haven't been using for the past one to two months, you don't need to have it. That's obvious that you don't need to have it, right? So if that's the case, I would say sit down one day, right? Put a specific time aside, sit down, go over all the sort of things that, you know, has been deducted, all sort of payments that has been deducted from your account. If that's a credit card or a debit, look at it and then go over everything that was deducted from your account for the past one month, for example, or at the end of this month, right? Because I mean, it's crazy to say, but May is ending soon. Oh my gosh. So thinking of, you know, maybe May 30th, maybe 31st, May 31st, 
um, sit down and then go over your whole accounts and informations and look at, you know, what you've been paying into. And if there are things that you've been paying into, but you're like, I have no idea what this is even, then you best go either to check, you know, check out, um, check this out with your bank, like talking to them, contacting them, or if you can figure it out yourself in your emails, because usually with this sort of subscriptions, we do get an email every time we pay for it. So it should be easier to kind of, um, recognize where these payments are coming from and handle it. But if you can, definitely chat to your bank, see where is this coming from and put a pause on it, right? Because if you don't even know where it's coming from, like where this money is being deducted from your account, then that means you're not even using it, which means why wasting money? Just get rid of it um, and make sure that you're very, very organized when it comes to these things and have that budget. That's what I would say, have that budgeting plan. No, I think those are great tips. Do you think people's minds would change about subscription services if they maybe started picturing their payments as something like a recurring bill, you know, similar to their home utilities or their car payments even? Great question. So this is what I would say. For example, Zoom. It literally, right now, literally feels like um, a mobile, like, like, like a mobile payment for me phone payment for me right mm-hmm. phone service payment for me because I don't need it you know it's something that I've been paying for for since literally COVID started so it's I'm kind of used to it now so do I really look at it as a bill um, I mean it's something that I can definitely control and put put a pause on it if I want to maybe I wouldn't be really able to put a pause on my car insurance you know what I mean mm-hmm. because I'm driving that car and I need it but with these sort of subscriptions, you can always put a pause on it. And I think that's what I like about it. However, um, to go back to your question, I think, yes, it may make people feel like it's just another bill that they're paying for, especially because they need it. Like I know some people are so used to having Netflix, even though it's not the most important thing to have, but it seems to be an important thing for them, right? Like, the the word kind of will end if they don't have Netflix. <laughs> I have came across, you know, these sort of conversations before. But that's what I would say. So if they're very used to it, then then we're gonna look at it that way. And that that comes, you know, the topic that I was saying before or what I was mentioning before about money, that you need to have respect for your money. So the more you respect it, the better relationship you have with it, the more you're gonna have, right? Mm-hmm. So same thing with these. If it's not necessary just get rid of it but I think yes it does make people think like it's just a reoccurring bills and they just get used to it definitely yeah and I really like what you said there about you know like you can always just put a pause on these things so when it comes Mm -hmm. to budgeting when it comes down to it like they're just little sacrifices it's not like you can never log back on to your Mm -hmm. old account you always can. So there's that option. And, you know, if you're able to live without it for just a little while until you're back on track, then, you know, even better. But before we go, I've got to know, what is the one subscription that you're willing to pay more for? And I mean, maybe we've already guessed that it's Zoom. I don't know that it is. But is there one that you just, you know, can't live without? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there's any that I can live without, but based on the fact that I do run everything based for my business based on, you know, on Zoom, 
So I would say, yes, you, your guess was definitely right. It would be Zoom. I definitely do see a lot of value in it. Um, it does make money. So I don't really look at it as an expense much because um, as a business owner, you can always even write off all those sort of things, right? At the end of the year. So I do see a lot of benefit in it. And definitely if it, if it even becomes more expensive, I think I will still continue to pay for it. Um, and if I need to have more features, I will definitely add on more to it as well. I just wanted to say thank you so much again for, you know, coming on the show. And I'm so, so happy that we are doing this series together. Before we head off, did you want to let everyone know where they can find you on social media or maybe how they can contact you if they wanted to work with you on some financial coaching? Great question. They can definitely contact me through my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram would be my name. So Donya, D-O-N-Y-A, A dot Kandan, K-H-A-N-D-A-N. So that's my username. I'm thinking of making my username easier and says, I don't know. I got to think about it. But that's my username for now. Um, or you can just write down Donya, the money coach, and I will pop up as well on Instagram. That would be the best way, really. That would be the best way for people to reach out to me or my email, which I stopped putting it on my profile. I kept getting a lot of um, emails that were spam and I had to, I had to remove it. So I did. Um, But like literally Instagram would be the best way possible to reach out to me. Other than that, I just wanted to say, I appreciate you for having me on. It's always a pleasure to be here and add a little bit of a value on my two cents to people's days and for them to just hear this on their way to home offers, whatever that is on their way to the gym, to work out, whatever, whatever they're doing. I just hope that they can take a lot of value from it. And if there's any questions farther, they can definitely reach out to my, to me on my Instagram. Thank you so much. And Sergio, these sessions are definitely very, very fun. Um, you are very fun to work with. Very, very happy, smiley person. I love that about you. So thank you. I appreciate it again. If you took something meaningful away from this episode, please consider smashing that subscribe button on whichever podcast platform you listen through and maybe even check out the ratings and review section too. If anything, send word down a grapevine. I really do appreciate it. And as always, please see the show notes for more details on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. This is Shmoney Radio.